Hello, fellow nerds, and welcome to Our Nerdiest Thing. Today, we are live with a very special guest, author J.L. Vampa. J.L. Vampa's dark and whimsical mind creates stories about evil queens, witches, and interracial couples. She is the author of the Sisters Solstice series, including her upcoming release, Autumn of the Grimoire. She rules the Vampa Chateau. I said wrong. The Grimoire. <laughs> so when's the last uh, time? The Grimoire. I said it wrong, right? <laughs> no, you just sounded fancy. The autumn of the Grimoire. The Grimoire. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll start that over. You start that over. We're live. You can oh, well, start that's over. true. Oh, no. She rules the Vampa Chateau with her producer musician husband, where they raise two tiny humans. She loves mountains, misty rain, books, tacos, French pastries, endless cups of coffee, and her Siamese familiar named Manon. She believes a woman doesn't need a knight. She needs a sword. That kindness is essential. Family is the greatest currency, and every human wields a unique magic she wants to know more about. Welcome to the podcast, JL. Already, Thank I feel you. like we're best friends. I know. I know right? <laughs> so this time we um, have interviewed an author for Imaginarium, we're like, so you like want to go to dinner, right? Like when we're <laughs> like, you want to hang out? You want to get some drinks? So yeah. we're going to end up turning, I think what's going to happen is that conference room is never going to close and just going to end up being yeah. a party that was never planned. <laughs> yeah, they're going to yeah. be like, please leave. Please leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have to know about your familiar um is that did you find your familiar or did she or he find you she found us actually um it was an enemies to lovers relationship oh. it, she was cat, right I feel like that's yeah nice. she's a cat she's a snowshoe Siamese um and she just showed up in our yard one day but she was very mangy and I had two very small kids and I was like, you're okay. You're cute, but like, you got to back up, you know, I'm also a germaphobe. And so, um, she stayed around our neighborhood for a long time. And then one day she encountered my husband and just followed him into the house and never left. <laughs> and I, you know, we took her to the vet to see if she had a chip and the vet said, Nope, she's yours now. So Congrats, congratulations. <laughs> a girl. Yeah. What's her name? Man. Man. Don't look at me. Like that. <laughs> She's like, come on, you guys. Manon. Do you cuss, Gail? Manon. Yeah. Are, are you cuss friendly or no? Am I what? Are you swearing friendly? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so what I almost said is, don't fucking look at me like that. <laughs> I was like, I didn't do anything. Uh, is there anything else that you want to tell us about yourself as kind of an introduction? That's not, um, I didn't realize my introduction was that long. I guess I got <laughs> long winded on something. Um, I, I do, since I wrote that autumn of the grimoire has been out, there's been another book out, another one coming, two more coming out. Um, and I also own a book, a shop. Okay. and a publishing house so a lot's changed since then yeah give us your um publishing house name and your book merchandise shop so we can tell everybody about it um well the the publishing house is called phantom house press um and I then the book is created with that because i do follow that on insta yeah we we kept it 
quiet that we were the owners for a while um just because i was already in the community and i i wanted our authors to have their own name you know um and so we kept it quiet for a while and then as we grew we started to let people know like hey surprise we're the owners <laughs> um yeah and then the bookish shop is wicked whimsy okay on yes. etsy um it's just its own website wicked okay. whimsy boutique yeah awesome. um at, let me ask about the titles of the books so the grimoire is already out but there was one more that came out also um, yes, Winter of the Wicked is already out, okay. um, and then and Spring of Ruin will come out in October. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. And they're all the Sisters Solstice series. Yes, yeah, and I do have another, just a standalone called Stolen Magic coming out May 9th, um, which I think is before this will air, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that one's just standalone. So we can get that. Are you doing pre-orders for that at Imaginarium? Um, not Spring of Ruin. The other books, I will have all of them at Imaginarium. Okay. Yeah. We're getting like a little bit of a delay. So if you, if we freeze for a second, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, so tell us a little bit about your journey into becoming a writer and, and when you decided that this was going to be a part of your life, did it pick you like the familiar did or did you pick it? <laughs> um, I think it picked me. Um, I always loved books and writing, um, but it was mostly just, I never thought about doing it as a career. Mm -hmm. um, until I was leaving for college, I switched in between my freshman and sophomore year of college, I switched um, colleges and I ran into my high school English teacher in uh, the market. And he said what I'm sure he says to everyone, you know, no matter what you do, keep writing. Um, but for some reason, it was just like it slapped me across the face and I kind of I never forgot it. Um, and, but then I spent the next decade in, um, like I was a manager at an accounting firm and I was doing bookkeeping <laughs> and things. Yeah. Gross. Um, but I had a really good boss, so I stayed for a long time. Um, but then when I don't remember, it was like one Thanksgiving, my husband and I went to Nepal and my boss said, he was like, something's going to change when you get back. Um, and so when I was on the trip, I just, I had already been writing my first book for a while. And this was in 2015. I started that one in 2012. Um, and so on that trip, I just decided I, I can't do this corporate life anymore. Um, so I got back, I walked in my boss's office and I put in my two weeks and he was like, I knew it. I knew you were going to do this when you got back from Nepal. Um, and he said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to write a book. And I'd never said it really out loud before. Um, and so it was just one of those like pivotal moments in my life as soon as I said it. Um, and then, you know, it's been an uphill climb. Autumn of the Grimoire hit the bestseller list, but that was you know, 11 years after I'd already started. So it was, you know, it was a long, it's right. been a long road, but. Yeah. But then you're now you're just like pumping them out, aren't you? You've got like <laughs> a bunch on the horizon. Kind of. Um, I stolen magic that's coming out. I actually wrote during COVID. Um, 
and I wrote it before Autumn of the Grimoire. And then I, as Autumn of the Grimoire was kind of gearing up to release, that's when I wrote Winter. So I'm really only writing one, one maybe two a year. Um, more books than I'm writing, right? Yeah, that's a yeah. <laughs> more books than I've ever written <laughs> in my whole life. <laughs> more than I've ever thought about. Right, right. So can you tell us a little bit about the Solstice series, especially since you've got some new ones coming out in the fall? Yeah, so the entire series um, is based around four witch sisters. Um, they are commanded by a grimoire um, to do certain things called orders. And um, those orders are what shape history. So some of the things they've done is incite wars. Um, other things they've had to do um, is like begin plagues. And they've set into motion some artists' careers and things like that. Cool. Um, but they begin to realize that the grimoire is not getting its orders from their goddess, which is what they thought was happening. Oh. Um, but it's kind of an evil secret faction that's been manipulating it. Um, so they've been manipulating a lot of things, history, basically. Um, and so it's kind of their journey to get to the bottom of that and stop all of it. Um, but this series really centers around Agatha and Grimm. Um, one of the orders in the grimoire, she, Agatha is told to marry um, a prince. And he has like really dark secrets of his own. Um, and so that's kind of, a you know, the forced marriage trope, enemies to lovers, that whole thing. Um, that's my favorite. <laughs> oh, so potentially um, stupid question, but I, I don't know what a grimoire is. Oh, okay. So I have been telling you to watch the Vampire Diaries for 10 years. So if you had watched the Vampire Diaries, you would know what a grimoire oh, is. I'm an ignorant and a fool. Tell us, because I'm sure she has oh a, better, a better definition than I do. It's basically just an old book um, in, no, you know. Okay, gotcha. In the occult and witch um, culture, if you will, it's usually a spell book of some kind, um, but it's basically like the book in Hocus Pocus, her little book that she yeah. opened, basically. The Teenage Witch, that was their grimoire. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. I did watch that. <laughs> I knew you did. Yeah. You know you did. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, so you said you have another book coming out in the fall. Is that the third one in the yes. series? So there will be a fourth, I'm assuming, right? Because you're going autumn, winter, yes. summer. Okay, great. Awesome. Yes. Because there's like a, there's one storyline that goes through all the books. Mm -hmm. And then um, each book, you see the sister that that's her season, you see her backstory and how it kind of slides into the current um, but there will also be in between spring and summer, there will be um, a novella about like the villain of the story. Oh. We get to see their, their backstory. So. That's awesome. That is and cool. is there, um, do each of the, the sisters have a love interest? Um, so far, and that's the thing. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. My characters tell me the story. I, I don't, I try to manipulate it and they're like, no, there was one person I tried to kill off. And Agatha was like, how dare you? And made him more important. <laughs> um, so, so far they all do except for one, um, because hers, she had it. She already had her great love and, um, it's well, in the past. 
that means now she doesn't have it right well because they're 300 something years old so you know but that's great that's not crazy at all we just went to see jr ward um at an author event and she says the same thing like she she's like she's like i don't know what i'm gonna write they tell me what i'm gonna write i don't yeah i totally can see i want to live in that world i know but they told me today that i'm gonna do this that would be really fun it's it's interesting (laughs) so is this the type of story that's your favorite to write do you have a favorite kind of story to write um i would say this is my favorite this series has been my favorite because um I used to hold back a little bit when I was writing, um, you know, I don't want my mom to read this sex scene or I can't say fuck in this book because some younger person, might, you know, and so I used to hold back a little bit, um, but I did not do that with this series. I wrote what I wanted and I took inspiration from everything that had ever inspired me for the first, you know, 30 something years of my life. And I just put everything I was looking for in a book into the series um so I mean I would say it's my favorite is that also the kind of things that you really love to read yes but I'm really picky I'm really really picky about it because really it came about because I would read books that were gothic um but they missed the romance or it was gothic but it it went darker than I wanted it to or you know and so um I end up just like picking from things I guess <laughs> what is your favorite book um my favorite of all time is that I've read so far is name of the wind by Patrick Rothfuss um and I think that's just because it was so different from anything that I'd read um but my favorite series is stalking Jack the Ripper okay wow. so I just bought that actually right it's Carrie Barrichello <laughs> yeah 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 so but it's, it's a okay. whole series isn't it how many books is it uh four I believe it's four yeah I haven't um, heard of and that I either wrote the like wicked kingdom books oh okay yeah um, see that pay I mean yeah those I really enjoyed <laughs> really tell enjoyed, us how you really feel jail um, I enjoyed the world in those books yes glad that I read them but they're not books that I'm gonna be like let's go so you're saying Jack the Ripper is yes um and my grim um he very much was influenced by um Thomas Cresswell in that series he is more like Thomas Cresswell I think is 18 or 19 or something and Grimm's in his 30s so he's very much a grown-up but it's all the time I'm like why do these characters have to be 19 like you're supposed you're supposed to enjoy the sex scenes and I'm like oh my god you're like this is a child like this like I don't know they're there aren't any in stalking jack the ripper there are no sex scenes because it's like the 1800s (laughs) sex scene but i i definitely read books without them i'm not gonna say i won't Uh, so jl on our podcast we talk a lot obviously about books but also just other nerdy things that we love and fandoms so we would love to hear what fandoms you're a part of or what other nerdy things you love well I'm going to get on a soapbox because I am the biggest Witcher fan of them all. Yeah. I mean, like Henry Cavill too, or. Okay. See, okay. (laughs) I get really heated about this because Henry Cavill to me was Superman and I don't like Superman. 
So I didn't like him and I did not want him to be Geralt. I was livid about it until 0.2 seconds into the first scene of the first season of Witcher. And I was like, I was wrong. I've been wrong about (laughs) everything. And is that what you're talking about? He was so good. He's so good. He's perfect. He's a perfect Geralt because I watched my husband play all the video games and he read the books and we would talk about the books and so I just needed the perfect Geralt and he was the perfect Geralt and then they stuck a knife in my heart by switching him to Liam whoever Liam is that who they even switched it who they switch it to I don't know Hemsworth. I'm Hemsworth. Hemsworth. yeah which I like Henry Cavill always had like a little bit of sex appeal and I understand what you're saying about Superman because I thought the mm-hmm. same thing yeah. and you know he he thought he was doing another Superman and then they're like, wait, no, never mind." And then he couldn't go yeah. back. So I think he thought he was making a really good career choice. And then they're like, oh, wait, now that you dropped out of that, we're also not doing this other thing. Um, yeah. But I forget there's some anime um, show that he's supposed to be a part of on Hulu that he got. Really? Yeah, I forget what it's well, called. I'll to you. Yeah, Supposedly, because he is a huge um, Witcher fan himself, like of the actual books. So supposedly um, in season three that's coming out, they veered off script and said they didn't want to honor the books and he was already angry. And then when they, for season four, he was like, I can't, I just, I can't. It's against like my moral code to do this. So I respect the decision. With the geek, right? right. Like you have to but, keep- and Wait. he's the geekiest. He he's the best. A lot harder. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> he makes really- bread, okay? He's the best. <laughs> so now we're going to move into a couple of speed rounds. And the first one is our nerdy and dirty speed round. So I'm just going to give you some prompts. And we would love for you to answer just the first thing that pops into your head. No, okay. Okay. no real thinking allowed. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Favorite beverage coffee yeah. uh, favorite <laughs> fandom um mine can i say that the sister yeah, solstice fandom absolutely yeah, of course yeah most binge worthy tv uh that's got to be stranger things yeah that's excellent choice uh guilty pleasure whiskey Oh, all right. A book book character you would get nerdy and dirty with. Oh, dear. Um, I'm trying to think of one that's not mine. You can say (laughs) yours. Yeah, pick speed round. It has to be the first speed round. It would have to be Grim. Team Edward or Team Jacob? Team Charlie. Ah, Yes. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who is your book boyfriend or bestie? Um, probably. Oh, Quoth from um, Name of the Wind. Oh, nice. Who is yeah. your book girlfriend or bestie? Um, I really love Manon from um Sarah Mass World. Yeah, yeah. I I would definitely date her, and I'm one hundred percent straight. <laughs> Real fast. <laughs> smut or plot okay so i have a phrase for this i love a good smut scene as much as everybody else but um i always say plot before big cock because (laughs) i need the plot 
before I can get into oh, all that. of the week. Plot before big cock. I'm going to bring you a t-shirt with that on. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> is I, I agree with that, though. That's how I feel about it, too. Uh, favorite childhood book? Um, that was uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. That's a really good one. And favorite cereal? Oh, those little, um, it's not Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's actually like they're little pieces of toast. French toast? French toast? Yeah, that yeah. one. French toast crunch or whatever. Okay. So we're going to do the same thing, but hot or not. Okay. So okay. Pedro Pascal. Hot. Whitney's very happy about that. <laughs> Mindy and I aren't. Um, Miley Cyrus. Not. Agreed. Tessa Thompson. I don't know who that is. Uh, Paul Rudd. Oh, hot. Touch her and die tropes. Yeah, hot. <laughs> Sebastian Stan. <laughs> What was that one? Sebastian Stan. Oh, hot. Jensen Ackles. Hot and better because he's from Texas. Yeah, that's right. He's from Austin. Yeah. Uh, small town romance. Not. Ben Barnes. Hot now. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> Darkling, he really does something dark in me. I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah. Um, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. No, sorry. No, he's too young for me. Someone that you think is hot being sweaty after their workout. No. <laughs> Correct. Clean, Clean it. Probably a no then, The Rock. No. Although, okay, The Rock has a special place in my heart because my godson had a brain tumor and cancer last year. And The Rock sent him a personal message of like, you've got this, you can fight, you're tough, like you're tougher than I am. So sweet. So he has a special place in my heart. Oh, is, he's, a good, he's a good guy. Yes. Yeah. I hope he's doing well. He is. He's totally cancer-free now. He's great. That's amazing. That's great. Um, Janelle Monet. Uh, who's that? Pass. Uh, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Very hot because he's in my favorite movie. Which one? Um, Only Lovers Left Alive seen that i'll have to look it up what makes oh him good um he's like my favorite vampire he's perfect he's like this moody musician vampire slut he's sloppy like he doesn't clean up and he's just like i, I thought you were gonna was... say moody vampire slut and i, I was like so oh. <laughs> no he was in any vampire movies that's so good. Have to look that up. Okay. Yep. We're gonna be watching that later. Yeah. Okay. Um. Miles Teller. Uh. Pass. I don't know who that. Is. Uh, second Chance Romance. Yes. Huh. Kristen Stewart. Um. Can I change my? She's not a book girlfriend. She's a movie girlfriend. Can I change it to her? I love her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I know that we're going to see you at Imaginarium next month. Um, I, I don't know if this will air before or after that, but we're going to see you around that time. What other projects do you have coming up? I know you've got a book coming out. So are you doing any other festivals or events this year? Um, I was going to do Storygram, but that got canceled. Um, but because I live so deep in Texas, it's extremely expensive for me to get anywhere. Um, so this is right now the only one that I'm doing and I'm actually only there for 24 hours Oh, really? um, from landing to headed towards the airport. I'm pretty much only there for, uh, 24 hours, but I am supposed to sign at Barnes and Noble in Annapolis, okay, so um, for the Friday night, and then I'll sign at Imaginarium. 
Okay, so are you going to be there Saturday night or not? Not Saturday night. I think my fight leaves at like seven. Yeah, so it's, we'll just yeah. have to bring you lunch drinks then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tickets were nuts. Like I couldn't get to add another day was double. It was crazy. So. Wow. Meanwhile, I'm going to Europe next month and it costs less for me to stay three more days. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. It's like $500 more than flying out on Wednesday. Oh, wow. Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> Well, how are some ways that we can best support your work? Um, honestly, just word of mouth has been the biggest, biggest, biggest thing. Um, you know, just talking about my books, letting people know, especially people that like Gothic romance. Um, and I did learn the hard way that my books are not, they're not dark romance. I didn't realize that. Um, (laughs) I guess I didn't know what that genre was, but no, it's definitely gothic, but very cool. And I know we can find you on Instagram because we friend you on Instagram. Uh, Is there anywhere else online that uh, we can find you? Um, TikTok. I think there at Stale Vampa Books, um, which I'm trying to get a little more traction on TikTok. Um, And then there's a new one out called Lemon 8, um, which is like, TikTok meets Pinterest meets Instagram. It's kind of fun. Okay, I'll just check that out. Yeah. And finally, one of the things that we like to talk about on our podcast is at the end, we talk about what was our nerdiest thing of the week, something nerdy we did, something nerdy that we got into. Um, so we'd like to know what was your nerdiest thing of the week? Um, probably actually acting out the scenes that I'm gonna write. Okay, that was really cool. What kind of scenes? Yeah, we're not what kind of scenes. Um well spring is about Sorsha and Sorsha is very she's like my wild card. She is wild and she doesn't wear shoes and she thinks corsets are ridiculous. Um so getting in her headspace is kind of fun. That's really cool. That's awesome. I loved hearing that. I was a theater major so oh um, I like to act things out too. Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't act out any of your romantic scenes then. That's not. What uh, sadly, no. <laughs> I mean, kind of my own space for that. It's you know for research. It's research. Yeah. <laughs> well, JL, thank you so much for being here and talking to us today. It's been really fun to yeah. chat with you and get to know you a little bit. Hopefully we'll get to see you during your 24 hour spree at Imaginarium. <laughs> I hope so. I plan to like sit at my table and stay there because yeah. we'll bring you a whiskey. We'll actually Thank- bring you bourbon because we're from Kentucky. So oh, we don't yeah. drink whiskey. Here. Okay. Okay. Is there, is there a specific type that you like? Do you like a soft finish or do you like a more spicy finish? Um, I really like it all. My favorite is Four Roses. I don't even know if that's a bourbon or whiskey. I don't know. Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. I just like it. Yeah. We have one of their like distilleries, like what, 10 miles from here or so? Really? So if you ever come to Kentucky, we'll just take you on the bourbon trail. Well, that's awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, JL. Yeah. Thank you. The rest of your night. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.